You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Welcome to episode 25 of the Blended Family Podcast. I'm really excited to have reached episode 25. It's kind of a milestone for me. So I wanted to prepare a special show for you. So as you know, I have asked all of you for help with this show. I've asked you to send me in your top tips for bringing your blended family closer together. You were able to call them in or email them to me. Most of you emailed, but I do have a couple of voicemails too. So in this episode, I am going to share them all with you, plus I'm adding in some of my own too. Before I get started though, I have to share a funny story. So last weekend, we had all of the kids, and as usual, it was a crazy, hectic weekend. Right now, the kids are at the age where they want to be driven places, and we're kind of like taxi drivers. Anyway, spent all of Friday and Saturday completely stressed out, Sunday comes, And Sean and I realized that we had both completely forgotten our anniversary, which was the day before. It was Saturday. So on our eight-year anniversary, we worked and spent the day taking the kids to the fair and wherever else they wanted to go. We both felt horrible about it, but I guess at least we both forgot, so all was excused. So tell me, did that ever happen to any of you? It was the first time it happened to us. Just the story of our life these days, I guess. So anyway, we will be celebrating next weekend. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. So many tips to share with you. So let's go. Tip number one comes from Michelle in Florida. She says, when you go to dinner, everyone should pile their cell phones in the middle of the table, not to be touched during the meal. She even tells her kids whoever touches their phone first has to pay. That's a great idea, Michelle. I think it's so important to talk to each other during a meal and get your heads out of the phones. Thanks for that tip. Tip number two comes from Jennifer in New York. She says to go to church together and that it brings the family closer. Another great tip, of course, whatever religion you might practice, it's always good to get the whole family involved. Tip number three, this one is from me. I think family game night is a great way to gather the family and have a good time. One of our family favorites is apples to apples. It brings out the silly, but we always end up in laughter. Other good game ideas for the family are charades, Pictionary, dominoes, or even a gaming system like the Wii. Just get the whole family involved. Tip number four comes from Michael, who's from California. He says to have the kids help with projects around the house. He especially likes to have his kids help with washing the car and cleaning the garage. Definitely, Michael. Having kids help with these tasks teaches them important skills, plus helps with bonding at the same time. Tip number five comes from Patricia from Wyoming. She says to build Lego towns together. 
She likes to do this with her kids because it helps them work as a team and bond at the same time. I, as well, used to love building Legos with my daughter when she was younger. It takes a lot of concentration and keeps you busy for a while. Tip number six comes from Leslie from Virginia. She sent me a few, actually. So the first one here, she says, no phones and no TV during dinner time. They eat at a table so they can talk over dinner and catch up. I love this idea. It's something I dream of, but usually doesn't work out in my house very often except on holidays. But I really think this is so important if you can do it. Tip number seven, this one's from me. Start a compliment jar. Everyone in the family has to participate by writing one compliment a day about a family member and placing it in the jar. At the end of the week, you can take them out and read all the nice things family members say about each other. We don't hear positive things all the time, so it's a nice way to get everyone noticing what they like about one another. Tip number eight comes from Dana in Australia. She says to keep an open and honest communication in the home. She says it's important for all of the members of the family to be able to speak their mind. I agree, Dana. And it's especially important in the blended family. Tip number nine comes from Heather Rampola, and she recorded a message for us. So here we go. Hello, it's Heather Rampola here, stepmom to two gorgeous teenage girls. And I'm also the host of Fresh Eats Radio podcast. My tip for bringing blended families closer is to spend some fun time with your stepkids doing something just with you together. Kind of like a little ritual between the two of you. Some of my best memories with them come from these stepmom and stepdaughter rituals. And it doesn't have to be elaborate. I would start by suggesting an idea, but let them take the lead. Bonding with your stepkids also further bonds your relationship with your partner because it takes some of the pressure off them. Okay, thanks Heather. Tip number 10 comes from Stephanie in Ohio. She says to be involved in your stepchild's life and extracurricular activities. I agree. It's extremely important for children to have their step-parent actively involved in their life and in their hobbies. Tip number 11 comes from Tammy in Florida. She says develop traditions or rituals for your blended family that are uniquely yours. Yes, that is a wonderful idea too. Thanks, Tammy. Tip number 12 comes from Sean. And yes, this is my Sean. And he recorded a message for you too. Hi, this is Sean, Melissa's fiance. For my tip of bringing blended families closer together is to go out and exercise together. It's a great way to keep the family fit and have fun together. So bike riding, hiking, playing flag football, swimming, or even going to the gym together if the kids are older is a great way for all of us to exercise and be together. So thank you, and thank you for listening to my tip. Thank you, Sean. Tip number 13 comes from me. Have family meetings. This is kind of what Dana said about communication. Family meetings can be a set thing you do once a week or can be called when there's an issue. It's a place where you can all sit and discuss what might be going on without judgment. Tip number 14 comes from Leslie in Virginia again. 
She says to cut out some of the TV time. So that way the kids can do other things. Another great tip, Leslie. It's so easy to put them in front of the TV to keep them quiet, but we all know too much TV is not good. Tip number 15 comes from Michelle from Tennessee. Michelle says to do homework together. She says that it promotes bonding when all the kids are giving each other a hand with a problem they might be having in their homework. That's a great idea. Tip number 16 comes from Danielle in Texas. She says to take a family road trip. Nothing helps bonding by being locked in a car together for a long period of time. Oh my, Danielle, you are so brave. I don't know if I could be that brave, but great idea. I see your point. I don't know about my kids though. (laughs) Tip number 17 comes from Brian from West Virginia. He likes to play manhunt with the kids. Oh yes, Brian. Sean used to play that every weekend with our kids and they loved it. That's a great idea. Tip number 18, another one from me. We like to play a game called Sunshine and Cloud at the dinner table. Or at least we used to play when the kids were a little younger. During dinner, we all go around the table and each person says they're sunshine and cloud. So basically the best thing and the worst thing that happened to them that day. It's a great conversation starter and a way for them to open up about what happened during their day. Tip number 19 comes from Rochelle in New York. Rochelle says she loves to have dance parties in the house. They blast some music and just dance and go crazy. When they do that, everyone can't help but smile and have fun. And that does sound like fun, Rochelle. I love that one. Tip number 20. This is Leslie again. She says to make an effort to do things together as a family, such as go to an exhibit or to a movie. Tip number 21. This one's for me. Cook together. Working together in the kitchen is a great way to spend time together while teaching your kids how to cook, which is a necessary skill. Depending on their age, they can help with a multitude of tasks like mixing, chopping, measuring, and cleaning up after two. I'm sure you can use a hand in the kitchen. Tip number 22 comes from Trisha. She says to plan a family vacation It can be anything from a luxury resort to a weekend getaway to a camping trip. Doesn't matter the cost. If money's tight, you can do a staycation and camp out in the yard. Tip number 23 comes from Suzanne from Pennsylvania. She says to have the kids organize a garage sale or lemonade stand. It requires cooperation skills and communication skills and teaches them how to work well together. And that is a wonderful idea. Tip number 24, this is Leslie's last tip. She says to sign the kids up for a sport so they can do an activity with everyone supporting them. That's a really good one. There's nothing like seeing that child on the field smiling as they see all of their parents and family cheering them on. And finally, the last tip, number 25, comes from Lauren who will actually be on next week's show, and she sent us a nice little voicemail. Hi, Melissa. It's Lauren, just giving you um, my tip for having a blended family. I believe that if you want to have a strong, loving, trusting relationship, you need to understand each other, and you need to know that each one of you came from different backgrounds 
And you may not have the same beliefs or even the same values, but if you truly love the other person and you want to be with them, you will dig as deep as you possibly can into things that they dealt with and things that they feel and how they see the world and how they raise their children because you want to respect that. You don't ever want to step your bounds by saying something that might offend them in any way. You can have differences, of course, but you need to respect them and their beliefs as well, and they will respect you in return. Thank you. I hope this was a help, and I will listen to you on your next podcast. And that concludes our 25th episode. I'm really excited about reaching number 25. When I started this podcast, I wasn't sure how it would be received, but I knew I had a lot to say about blended families. I want to thank you all for sharing your tips, and thank you for listening. Your support pushes me to create content for you every week. If you feel this show is helpful, please share it with a friend or loved one. You can rate and review me in iTunes to help give me a little boost too. So next week, we have a special Mother's Day episode, an interview with Lauren Jean, the Mama's Coach, and you won't want to miss it. So if you're a mom, a stepmom, grandmother, or step-grandmother, you will want to tune in. I'm actually releasing it a day ahead of schedule, so it will be available on Mother's Day. If you're subscribed on iTunes, it will automatically show up in your feed, so that's the easiest way to make sure you don't miss a single episode. I hope you all have a great week. I love you. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.